Do you ever plan to do something and then don't follow through? Why? This is what I see in so many students and in myself. Uh. A coach just told me, I have a marketing plan, but I'm not doing it. Why are we not following through when we want to? We even plan to, but why are we not? So today I'm going to share the reasons why this is happening and the steps to take to stop this lack of follow through so we can do the things we want to do, complete these projects, create more money, and get more clients. Are you ready to work less, feel more organized and productive, streamline repetitive tasks, and implement systems that allow your coaching business to run smoothly even without you? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Organized Coach Podcast, your go-to source for practical tips and solutions. I'm your host, Tracy Hoth, professional organizer, certified life coach, simplifying expert, and most of all, down-to-earth fellow coach just like you. No matter if you think you're missing the organizing gene, have ADHD, or just love anything organizing, I'm here to help you become an organized coach with a business that works for you. Pull up a seat and let's get started. Did you know that I have a free file naming formula cheat sheet? You can get it immediately and start naming your files consistently using my formula. So grab it now. Use the link in my Instagram bio or under the show notes to get your copy of the file naming formula. Today we're talking about this lack of follow through. I so wish that I could say this never happens to me. I want to be a master at following through and have all the answers for you, but I struggle too. So here's a couple examples from myself. For the past several months, I've wanted to share my method for managing and tracking my clients through my programs. Being in business for a long time, getting coach certified in 2018, trying for a couple years just based on hearsay and what I heard some coach say they used, keeping notes in different places. I just never felt like I had it together as far as tracking and knowing in an instant how many sessions we had left and where their notes were. So I created something that I have have loved. I've been using it for the past couple years. It's amazing. Every single thing for my client is in this one place, this one Google Sheet. And in an instant, I can see how many sessions they are on, what session we're on, all the notes that I took from them, if I've sent them a card, if they got their halfway gift, and all of those things. So I've been wanting to share this with everyone and make it available in an inexpensive digital product. So so I put on my to-do list, Make Client Tracker. I've had it on there for a very long time. I'm sure I've had it on my calendar several times too, and I just haven't followed through. So that's one example. The other example is the last couple months, I've just been wanting to kind of tighten up my eating habits because I love that tight stomach feeling and I want my waistbands to fit a little bit looser. So I've been wanting to plan what I've been eating and I've printed out a meal plan and kind of done this little halfway job, but really not followed through on what I've wanted. So those are my two examples. I want you, before we go any further, to think of something you are not following through on. Think of the goals that you have, things that you've rewritten a thousand times on your to-do list or in your calendar, and why haven't you been following through? 
as we go through this episode, I want you to bring that one, just pick one of them for now and bring it with you as we go through these reasons and see which one stands out for you. As I was researching this topic, I found an article by James Clear, one of my favorites, probably one of your favorites too. And he talks about follow through and he shares an ancient Greek philosophers how they came up with this word that describes this type of behavior. It's a Greek word called akrasia. The English pronunciation, which I found, is akrasia or akrasia. Basically, it's a state of acting against your better judgment. It's when you do one thing, even though you know you should be doing something else. Another translation said you could say that it's procrastination or lack of self-control, the state of mind in which someone acts against their better judgment through weakness of the will. And akrasia or akrasia is what prevents you from following through on what you set out to do. If we think about that, we have this state of acting against our better judgment, of not following through on what we want to do. So why is that? I've come up with several different reasons because before we can fix anything, we got to understand why, even though really I just want someone to tell me what to do and then I want to follow through on doing it. But let's just look at why we have this pattern because then we'll know how to fix it. And I was thinking about this example when your air conditioner doesn't work in your car. Your mechanic doesn't just go take action. He figures out what's wrong first. Does it need Freon, which might be like 50 bucks, or does it need a new compressor, which could be upwards of 1500 or more. Ask me how I know this. It actually was a couple years ago. It's good that he doesn't just take action and put a new compressor in if it doesn't need that, if it only needs a Freon. So that's why I've been looking at reasons why we aren't following through just so that we can break that pattern and increase our percentage of follow through. And it depends on what the reason is on what we need to work on or what action we need to take. I like thinking we aren't where we want to be because it's just something really practical or it's a skill gap or a mindset gap, meaning we don't know the skill or we're working on the skill or it's a mindset. It's a thought that is keeping us from reaching our goal. So we're going to look at reasons why we're not following through. And I'm categorizing into practical, a skill, or mindset. The first one is a practical thing. Is your goal clear? Is your goal overwhelming? Is your goal realistic? And really, have you decided to really own the goal? Have you decided and then have you owned it? So it's all the things around the goal. For me, my goal was to make the client tracker. That's what I wrote down every time I put it on my calendar or wrote it on a list or put it in my ideas for projects. It was always make a client tracker. And as I was doing this, I was like, oh, what if my goal is to sell $1,000 worth of the client tracker? And even me saying that totally ignited something different within me. It wasn't just like make the client tracker. It was this is what I'm going to create. This is the result, $1,000 worth of sales of the client tracker. And when I thought about that, I knew then, oh my gosh, all those coaches are going to have the relief of knowing what and how exactly. Exactly with the tool they need to keep track of their clients, there's going to be a relief of stress. They're going to feel more confident. They're going to give their clients a better experience. 
because of this goal to sell a thousand versus this goal of make the client tracker. And that was seemed like such a little thing, just how I wrote the goal down, but it really made a big difference in my mind. The other part of that is deciding and then owning the goal, fully being 100% all in. So if you feel like your goal is keeping you from following through, if it's unclear, if it's not realistic, the solution to that is just take a look at it, play with rewriting it, play with breaking it down to a smaller goal. Maybe that would be the answer to follow through. And then really deciding that this is what you're focusing on. This is the decision and you are owning it 100%. Okay, reason number two is a skill. It is delaying gratification. The skill of delaying gratification, our ability to delay gratification, to make plans for our future self, but then in the moment we make a decision for our current self. If we could resist that, that pull of the instant gratification, occasionally, consistently, then we would be bridging the gap between where we are right now and actually accomplishing our goal. So instead of relying on willpower, you need to find other ways to automate that behavior beforehand. I like to think really positive about a goal, but then also go to the really negative. So we're going to think of what could happen, what's going to stop us, all of the obstacles. We're thinking of the obstacles that are going to get in our way, and we're providing solutions for them. We're automating answers for ourselves in the moment so that we don't choose immediate gratification, so that we can stay focused on the future, on what we want to accomplish. Well, first begin to notice why didn't you work on it? If you are choosing something else in the moment, what is it? Really begin to write down, take notes, notice what it is. So the solution then is how can you solve for that ahead of time? What can you automate in your behavior beforehand? I also like to think about kind of like punishments and rewards, using punishments and rewards in this delaying gratification to get better at that. So first is the practical aspect of the goal. The second reason that you might not be following through is that you have the skill, you lack the skill of delaying gratification. The third one is a mindset. You are avoiding a feeling. This feeling might be a fear of success, it might be a fear of failure. What I think for me, that it's a fear of judgment. I'm gonna put this work out into the world and there's gonna be people that judge it. So the solution to that is to work out what pain you are avoiding. Get coaching on it. Have someone look at your brain, figure out what is it that you're trying to avoid. We only stop procrastinating when the pain of what we need to get done outweighs the pain of not doing it. So if our pain, our fear of feeling judgment is stronger in the moment, we're gonna choose something else. But if our pain of not doing the thing in the moment outweighs the pain of the judgment, then we're more apt to take action in the moment. So how do we get better? We practice feeling that pain. Here I am putting podcasts out into the world. I am practicing the possibility of judgment and getting better at feeling that. And that's going to help when it comes to my other goal and why I might be not following through. The fourth reason is also a mindset thing. It's not intentionally producing enough of a feeling. We're not remembering our future reason. The future reason, like I mentioned, in the beginning of what could happen if I do this thing. I'm not 
practicing those emotions enough or producing them intentionally. So the solution for this is a motivation exercise. And what I do is think of myself standing like in a big open field, and I'm just standing there in the middle. And then 10 people create a circle around me. Those are the 10 people or the 20. I just figured out if I sell $1,000, the product for now is going to cost $49. And if I sell 20 of those, so think of 20 people standing in a circle around me, I am impacting them. Those coaches will no longer feel stress. They'll no longer be overwhelmed. They'll no longer be scrambling. They'll have a system in place. Everything they need will be right at their fingertips tips with a one-click access, and they're going to be able to see how to manage their clients. In turn, if that happens, let's say three of their clients are impacted. They have a better experience. So each of those people, now there's a circle, 20 times three, 60. There's 60 people around the next circle that are encircling me. And then those clients, it's going to impact their life. And they're going to tell someone else or they're going to influence someone else in a positive way. And there's even a bigger circle around them. So when I think about that, it creates such motivation. Let's just get this out. Let's do it. Let's put in the work. Let's schedule it. Let's break it down. It makes me get so motivated because I think of the impact that it's going to have. So do a motivation exercise. And then another part of that, what would you need to believe? You're not intentionally producing enough of a feeling. What would you need to believe in order to follow through? It will help one person. Done is better than perfect. I can perfect it later. I will relieve someone of the pain of scrambling with their clients. The more I'm intentionally producing feelings by thinking of those thoughts or doing this motivation exercise is the solution to number four, not intentionally producing enough of a feeling. Number five, it's a skill, accountability, being accountable. Now, this could be that you have no accountability set up right now for your goal. You're not telling anybody about it. You are not checking in with someone. You're not getting coached about it. So there's no accountability. If you notice that that's the issue with you not following through, how could you set up? The solution, of course, is to set up some kind of accountability. That may be putting in some false deadlines. That may be partnering up with an accountability partner. I have someone I meet with weekly and we tell each other what we're going to accomplish. And I told her last week that I was going to create the client tracker and actually it's done and it's ready and I'm so excited about it, but maybe it's getting a coach. Now, I know sometimes we hear coaches aren't there to keep us accountable. You should be able to be accountable to yourself. I kind of disagree. I think putting in accountability into your life is so fun. It makes it fun for me. I love being in a program where there's accountability because it's easy. I don't have to try to be this accountable to myself, which eventually, yes, I want to be, and I am in some areas, but if it makes it easier for me, then get accountability in your life or for you. And then the sixth reason you might not be following through is the skill of time management. Maybe you are just ineffective or you don't haven't used the skills in time management enough to follow through on your goal. Now, I... <laughs> 
you know, everyone's talking about ChatGPT right now, and I do use it. I've used it for different things, but I'm not in the regular habit of using it. So I just don't think about it. It's not in my routine. And I happened to be reading an article right before I started recording this podcast, and I thought, oh, I should use it. I should put in my topic and ask it to write an article or write an outline for a podcast episode that's going to talk about this and that. And I put it in, and it wrote me an outline. And it was kind of fun seeing what it came up with. A lot of a, a lot of the same things that I had already outlined. But one of the things it said with time management is to prioritize. Maybe you the skill of prioritizing is not something that you're good at yet. And it said to use a matrix. Now, I know. I, I know coaches that recommend matrixes and they work. But when I hear that, I just, ugh. I don't want to put everything in a matrix. <laughs> so I have a simple question is just ask what's going to make money? What's going to get me the money? That's a super easy, fast way for me to prioritize what I'm working on. Is consuming this course going to make me money? Not necessarily. Is putting this client tracker and recording a, a module on it? Absolutely. That's going to make me more money than the course. So I'm going to do that first and then I can still do the course. But ask that question. That's a solution if your prioritizing skills are not strong. The other thing I like to do with time management that helps me is ChatGPT said, break it down and create a timeline. Well, of course, but that's going to take time. And so I avoid doing that and I can't think of all the things that need to be done. So I like to ask, what is the very, very first thing I need to do? I need to open my current client tracker and I need to make a copy of it. Okay, I can do that. I can do that in five minutes. That's what I'm going to do. Then I need to delete all my data from it. Okay, I can do that. So that's how I break it down as I'm doing it to feel less overwhelmed because all I'm thinking about is the next super simple task. And then part of time management is calendaring and how does that work? And the other part of time management is it's possibly just an executive function gap. It's the weaker one for you. And I suggest just getting help with that area. One of my clients feels like she's missing that ability to break things down and to prioritize. She works with me and I help her do that. She's like, you are my little secret weapon <laughs> to getting that done. So why not just get help with that area? And the more we practice, that's the great thing is the more we practice any of these skills, they're going to affect all the areas of our life. So if time management is a skill that's keeping you from follow through, then you can get help with that by asking what's going to make money, by saying what is the very first tiny thing I need to do, getting calendar help, or just having someone fill in those executive function gaps that you have. Our goal is to break the pattern, right? One of those patterns I said and follow through. So let's start. I always like to just say start, just choose one area. Which one of those reasons and the reasons were something practical about the goal, a skill of delaying gratification, a mindset avoiding a feeling, or a mindset of not intentionally producing enough of a feeling, or a skill of accountability, or a skill of time management. Which of those stand out the most for you? And maybe you'll notice a pattern of one of those in goals that you have. But today, I just want you to look at the one goal you chose, what one of those reasons is keeping you from following through, 
And then what can you choose to do as a solution of those things that I mentioned? Recently, a client was telling me that all the groups and programs and courses that we buy sometimes leave us feeling like we have a character flaw because we can't follow through. We're not following through. Like they she felt like something's wrong with me. No one has ever just walked her through it. And so she did. She gets coaching and accountability with me. And she says, this is exactly what I need. Now it's just testing to find what works for her in her life and in this stage. And note again, these skills have lifetime value. So Begin to work on the one area that you chose to find solutions for that so that you will improve your follow through. Which will it be? If you found this helpful, reach out, let me know what you're working on. And of course, if you want one-on-one help with me, I'm here when you're ready. Thanks for listening to the episode. Please share this episode with your coaching bestie and tag me on Instagram at Tracy Hoth. And of course, I would be so grateful if you could subscribe and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me. To thank you, go grab the file naming formula cheat sheet and watch the workshop replay, Three Secrets to Organize Your Digital Files. Both are linked in the show notes. Until next time, have a beautiful week.